0: All right. Uh, welcome back. This is Sandlot Talk. I am Ray Mack. That is BZB. Uh, today, we have a sick interview. We're not going to do a whole lot of pre-show, but we have a huge interview with Koji, uh, one of the game developers for Parallel Alpha, which is like the biggest card game that's going to be on blockchain, period, in the story. So fired up for that. Uh, before we get into that, though, BZB, how are you doing?
1: Killing it, Ray. We're crushing it. Happy, loving it. I think the best thing about this is our Sandlot talk kind of growing too, is seeing it, our NFT project, Project Sandlot starting to come to life. It's really fun. I mean, we just did a, a drop there for uh, little Derek Jeter cards and we got that out there and it blew up within 24 hours. We had all 50 gone and then more people asking, wondering, how did I not get in or why did I not get it? Right. So that was pretty cool to just see the steam. And then a lot of people in the last couple of days, same thing, just Twitter wise been growing, discord has been growing and then just personal uh, comments. So for those of you guys who are listening in and who have been supporting us, we appreciate that. We will take care of you for the long run. We're excited. And without you, we're not going to grow as much as we want to. So thank you for your support. But the best part is like, man, the DJ is sick. I can't wait for the release in January. I'm like, man, this is awesome. So I don't want to give away too many details, but things are good. Things are good. How about you, Ray?
0: Well, let's hit on that real quick because Sandlot Stories is kind of like our little side freebie project that we want to do. And eventually what we're going to do, it'll only be for people that actually hold the original pops once this thing kicks off, right? So it'll be exclusive for all holders, Um, You know, and we're going to be putting out series of, you know, some people that we enjoy, you know, as players, athletes, uh, special editions, you know, things like that. So number one was Derek Jeter, right? Derek Jeter or DJ or a.k.a. Cap, as we put it out, Uh, we only made 50 of them. uh, And we said, hey, first 50 people to respond on Twitter uh, are going to get them. And those things, like you said, they went out in 24 hours and and it was fast with more people. So uh, I think the next one we're, we're either going to do. Uh, we're thinking about Kobe. Kobe was one that has been getting a lot of votes. Uh, we might want to save Kobe for uh, a real special occasion though too. so uh, if you guys have any things that you want, any guys that you want made, uh, athletes, uh, famous people, yourself, whatever, you know <laughs> put it down and let us know and, and we'll get that ground too.
1: Dude, I'm excited for uh well obviously I'm excited for Kobe and I think a special event. No, it's a great idea. We won't give it away, but might be coming. And then uh what was the other one? Oh, Barry Bonds, dude. I just thought yeah. of it. I'm like, man, bonds with the earring in, the chain, the maybe the elbow guard. I don't know. Just a cool bonds would be sick. I at least I'm gonna have one. <laughs>
0: Dude, I I would love a bonds, and, and I've I've been creating them kind of just on the side, like little making my own or whatever. Which you and JP need to make your own, like lifers, you know, for your PFP or whatever. But, uh, dude, it's just so much fun seeing how many different things you can throw together on them, and, and like there's a lot of variety uh, and a lot of opportunity out there for sure.
1: Love it, love it, love it.
0: So uh, one more thing, uh, quick note: Sandlot City. We started putting it together. Uh, get in the Discord. We're putting out a, a lot of info, inside info, on the Discord. The link is in the description below. Uh, but that we're we're starting to build the teams, right? So we need uh, mascots to go with the neighborhoods that are a part of San Ant City. These will be the teams that the Bob's are going to be drafted to. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's all over your head. That's okay. Just get involved. So yeah. uh, get in the Discord, check it out, uh, start sending in some names and uh, some ideas for mascots. I mean, we're talking. The Audi Ridge Rattlers is one that's off the top of my head that I really think is sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hammer and Hank, insert your name, you know? So uh, what do you think about it? What do you think about Sandlot yeah, City? Dude, it's been no, blowing I'm,
1: up. I'm so excited for San Sandlot City. Sandlot City is going to be epic. And just like the possibilities, I think we've got the real preview of how quick things can start turning. And, for the future of this, the utility of these and the things that we wanna do with the NFTs. It's not just a cool picture, although it's really sweet and race crushed the art, right, dominated. And by the way, this dude's been a freaking coach for the last four months grinding and he's made these things come to life like they are so that's a shout out right there and so the sandlot cities to be sweet and then the sandlot stories right we can use stories through this the mascots if you get on a certain team you may just get a sweet mascot but send us your pick it's for our community we want yours first and then we'll figure out the rest um but we would prefer obviously coming from the people that support it and are on board so drop it in the discord make sure you get in there and then uh, follow us on twitter too. send us a tweet hey you should do this this is whatever it is right send it out we'll, we'll definitely take notice we watch that and when we do do giveaways we actually give away the giveaway
0: <laughs> no, right.
1: there it is How about like that? man all these people well, i'll give you five ETH if you retweet it's Like, you're just yeah. doing that to like nobody's giving you five ETH. come on i know it's
0: kind of sad that you know it, it, it that you see all the time that people are like oh board eight you're on sale like we're giving it away and then it never shows up or whatever so um hey it is what it is. We're in this, it's the wild west, the gold rush is here and there's gonna be a lot of bad actors in this space. So uh, anyways, coming up and we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, the interview with Koji, uh, he's about to jump on a call with us and we are fired up about this because I used to play Magic Magic: the Gathering back in the day. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that used to play Pokemon and things like that. Well. Uh, think about that all wrapped into this futuristic game, and it's a card game uh, that can also be played via blockchain, basically. It shows the digital ownership of these cards, uh, and it's it's wild. They, they have gone more in-depth into this game than I think any other project has uh, in their backstory on it. So I'm excited. Uh, I know you don't have a whole lot of info on Parallel, but we'll talk about it and link up after this. Yep. Check out the interview. Kobe all right so we'll kind of get into a, a little bit of breakdown later but first of all koji you're joining us uh, thank you so much for spending time with us and, and taking time out of your day uh how are you doing today
2: <laughs> loaded question i mean thanks for having me first of all uh happy to be here Uh, I'm I'm doing good. I'm uh, you know parallels keeping me crazy busy at the moment. I also have another full time job that is kind of winding down, uh, and a baby uh, at home. So uh, my hands are very full. But uh, I mean, I get to make a game, so I can't really complain.
0: That's busy Uh, as a guy that has two jobs. I get you. Um, First of all, congratulations on the baby. Uh, How
2: old? Uh, About a year and a half. I guess toddler now. I keep saying baby, but that's probably not accurate.
0: Are you guys have another one on the way, or just one for now?
2: Just one for now. I have my hands full, and as it is, so I I think think. I'm just gonna leave it at there. Right on, man. Well, uh, tell us about
0: Parallel. I've had plenty. I've looked into plenty of it. Uh, I love it. I think it's awesome. But for our our fans that might not have any idea about what you guys are about, Uh, mind breaking down Parallel for us?
2: Yeah, I mean, I. I... (laughs) Parallel changes depending on who you ask but uh, because you have the game designer here I'll just talk about uh, that portion of it really what it is, what we're trying to do and, and what we've been doing is uh, creating a collectible trading card game you know akin to something like Magic or Hearthstone but unlike uh, most other digital games or any other digital games really that exist outside the blockchain space we want the users to be able to own their assets so you know, uh, there's some similarities between that and like a old school paper magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon or something like that, where if you get a card, you can uh, trade it with your friends, you can sell it on the open market. I mean, you can do whatever you want with it, and and that's kind of what drew me into it because like I grew up playing uh, Magic and all the other card games and I used to as a kid and even still as an adult if we're being honest I love going into the card store and looking at the glass cases and being like oh wow look at that card oh wow look at that card first edition this you know and we want to bring some of that back to the to the digital space because um, you know as it stands most of these games you're kind of it's almost like you're leasing assets from the game as opposed to actually owning them and I think that ownership is a big part of the fun of uh, some of this stuff
0: yeah yeah and the artwork is wild i I love it it's an old school magic guy myself same deal but uh for you guys how'd you guys even get started i I know you guys have like how do you get started making a game number one in general number two on a blockchain
2: yeah i mean uh our origin is, is somewhat interesting so like as far as like how you get started making a game uh i might make an analogy uh towards music because I I actually you know for a while I was a musician as well and I think like what it comes down to is you know when you're when you're writing a song just like making a game you take elements of the things you like from you know the stuff that you know so like you know if you grew up listening to say like the Beatles and, and Bob Dylan but you also like I don't know punk music or country or whatever you're you're taking flavors and like mixing in the things you like while extracting the things that maybe are less interesting to you To make a new, like a net new thing. And I think games are kind of the same. So like, you know, we talk about Magic, but our game isn't exactly like Magic. It's not exactly like Hearthstone. It's, you know, it has elements from some of these games. It also has elements from games like Android Netrunner and and some of the other card games that I like and elements from games that aren't even card games. And I just like distill down the the elements of those games that I like, put them all in a pot together and say, okay, here's a game. But as far as like getting started with Parallel and making a game on the blockchain, uh, I was lucky enough to work with a bunch of the guys on previous projects before, um, and one of them was a blockchain-related project. And so when Oscar Marr, our art director, uh, sort of came to Kalos, who is our fearless leader, and uh, said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about getting into NFTs, and, you know, uh, here's what I was thinking. Kalos said, wait, wait, wait. You know, I got some guys who really know the space, And what if we did something more than just sold art on the blockchain? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but like, what if we tried to give it more utility, you know, that would be more, more fun, more exciting. And so he kind of rounded us all up, you know, me for the game side, some of these guys for the tech side, obviously Oscar was handling the art and um, eight of us came together and decided to uh, make the game. And then shortly after that, uh, Chad Hurley, founder of YouTube, he signed on as, as uh, equal partner to the rest of us. So you know, then the nine of us were together and uh, and from there, it just kind of grew to what it is.
0: Yeah, I saw one of your last tweets on some random account it might have been your old personal, but it was that Chad Harley, Chad Hurley signed on. Um, what is he what has he meant to your guys group and, and adding him? What has he really brought for you guys to the table?
2: I mean, a ton of things. He, he is a full operating partner. Like he's in on all of our, our uh, general company meetings and he brings, you know, uh, amongst other things, like he obviously knows the financing landscape. He's been around a while. YouTube is not like an unknown name, obviously, right? So like, he also knows people in the field, but, um, you know, it's it, mainly it comes down to experience. He can, he can look at things and say, oh, you know, in my experience, I've been through this and it should be this way um and, and then it's, it's also just like company structure and how to 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 make good deals and a lot of the business side of things but he also helps to remind us like hey guys um if if nothing else this has to be a good game like all this other success is great but the game has to be amazing and i mean obviously i i i, I uh, uh echo that you know like for me uh, when i signed on to the project i was like I'm, I'm happy to do this, but the one thing we have to do is make a game first because I find that a lot of blockchain games, and again, I don't want to slag anybody, I think everything that everyone is doing is is exploring the space in a certain way, but I find that a lot of the blockchain games that I've played up to this point feel like blockchain first, then game, and what we want to do is game first, then blockchain. You know, like if we're doing it right, the average player shouldn't even know uh, shouldn't need to know about smart contracts or wallet addresses or all of this stuff unless they want to interact with that part. And, yeah. you know, he, he kind of like grounds us in that in that area. I
0: like that. Is So for you guys, and this is a problem that we've kind of had because we're, I guess, baseball first, right? Or or sports first is, is the onboarding, right? Bringing new people into the space. Uh, how has that been for you guys? What have you guys done to introduce people to blockchain itself on top of building your brand with
2: Parallel? Well, I mean, that's kind of an interesting thing, right? Because uh, I do say that it is game first, but I'm not um, naive enough to think that we only appeal to gamers, right? So like the first thing that we did out of the gate because no one was going to give us money to make this project, you know? We had an idea and we had some art, um, but but it wasn't like we were going to go to Ubisoft and be like, hey, we want to make a game on the blockchain. They were going to be like, here's a ton of cash. So the first thing we did was we created the art created the NFTs and and set out to to engage with the um you know NFT and crypto community and we said here's our idea if you like it come talk to us about it you know we had many um clubhouses and discord chats and community calls and we said okay yeah, this is what we want to do if you guys like it we're going to put up some uh, NFTs for sale and you know if we make enough money on the sale then we're going to make the game. And if, and if we don't, uh, you can have your money back and keep the NFTs. And there was a point even after our initial sale where we were like, can we do this? Maybe we should give them the money back and and uh, and just walk away. But we we made enough to, to secure artists' salaries for a year. And we said, that's fine. The rest of us will work for free until we figure this out. Um, and we, uh, yeah, so we secured them for a year. We got them to uh, leave their studios and, and start working for us. But like, to answer your question, and I, you know, I'm I tend to ramble on, but to answer your question, we we appeal to the to the to the blockchain community first and build up from there because uh, we we require um, first of all we we're, like any NFT project we require a good community, but we can't really attract gamers until there's a game to give them because they're not going to wait around that long. So really, what we've been doing is is slowly fostering a a community of. Uh, NFT and blockchain people who have an overlapping interest in games, you know, and then they, when we have our pack drops, we also make the packs uh, affordable enough that anyone who hasn't really dabbled in NFTs or crypto before can kind of buy in and experience what it's like to open a parallel pack. And so some of these people are bringing our on, onboarding for us. They're like, quote-unquote normie friends right and then once they get that pack opening experience and they see what the NFTs like and of course we try and give value to the people who will buy our nfts they kind of get hooked on the on the you know the fun of that part of it you know and then they're eagerly anticipating the game and from there kind of just like it explodes but of course once the game's ready we're going to start engaging more traditional game avenues
0: okay hey, so i saw your i missed your second pack drop by like 12 hours so i was bummed but um how many pack drops have you had is it only two so far and then how many you're planning
2: on having total uh well so we had an initial sale which was not packs it was just individual cards and that's kind of what it got us off the ground and then we had our first pack drop and more recently we had our second so we're planning for our third i don't know how many we're gonna have i mean that's not my area of expertise we do know as a as a company but but i don't really kind of take care of the math of that because it depends on addition sizes and if we're going to do several editions and some of this other stuff. So there's a, a bit of complication there, but like for sure there's going to be a few more coming down the pipe before the game comes out.
0: Nice. And uh, what's the timeline you think for the game to get off the ground?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. The only answer I have because I'm, I'm probably the worst person to ask these questions of because I'm the most tight-lipped of our group. You know, some people will, will throw out wild guesses. But for me, it's just like it will not come out until it's ready. I don't it's like it definitely won't come out by the end of this year because this year is almost over. Um, and I think that we're going to need some time to fine tune it because, like I said, um, it has to be game first and sort of blockchain second. But I think that, uh, you know, if, if the gaming landscape has showed us anything that if you release an imperfect game, uh, you know, you, you stick to a timeline, you're releasing a perfect game. People are going to be furious, you know, you stuff like, um, um, oh my God, why am I drawing a blank? The, the like cyberpunk game, uh, made people, uh, nuts because like they promised so much and it, 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 it like had that promise, but they didn't have time to complete it. Right. So all, it'll, it'll come out when, when it's ready, but you won't have to wait too, too long. I hope.
0: That's good. And you can think about it like Halo, too. Like, Halo had the same thing. They pushed back their entire release a year. And at first, everyone's like, Ugh, I don't know. But I'd much rather have a game that's right than a game that's you know, rushed. Um, go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you're completely right. I think that, like, so often uh, recently, we've seen a lot of bigger companies try and push something out the door before it was ready. And it's m- met with mixed response. And because we're not, we, we don't have cache to our name other than, you know, the, the small successes that we've had up to this point or, you know, moderate successes that we've had up to this point. It's not like uh, we're an Activision where people know and stand by something like uh, Warcraft, right? So like if, if they have a miss, it's like, okay, first of all, there's going to be some people who are, who are going to love it regardless because it's Warcraft or Starcraft or whatever it is. But then they're, you know, they're willing to give them a pass because they're like, okay, you've proven yourself before. Maybe this one wasn't so great, but I'm sure the next one will be amazing. You know, like Diablo 3 mixed reviews, but everyone's still so excited for Diablo 4, right? And But we don't have that opportunity. So I think that out of the gate, we really have to like hit people hard with something that's that's great. The
0: So obviously there's a lot of unanswered questions and big things that you guys have on the horizon. A uh, question that I, I immediately noticed and wanted to know about was the QR code that you guys have on your cards or whatnot are those active qr codes or or do you have plans for those in the future
2: yeah so i mean there's a couple of things um they are active qr codes i think they lead to a description of the card on our on our website but uh, our future plans are um more grandiose than that i mean there's a bunch of things that we want to tie to the cards that I'm sure will somehow be tied to the QR codes. Uh, things like AR. I don't know if you've seen any of our AR tests on uh, on Twitter, but but uh, all of our cards uh, are going to have a, an AR asset attached to it. And if you own the card, you can have access to that AR asset. And there's, you know, some talks of creating the game in, in some form of AR environment as well. But also, like, we want the... Um, the 3d models that the ar stuff is based on to be something that you can if you own the nft have ownership of so that it can exist in other metaverses you know so like if you're wandering around in, uh i don't know name your favorite metaverse maybe not the facebook one but like whatever (laughs) you know you can you can have your card there standing on your front lawn you know
0: god it's so wild and and uh, this is when i first heard about the ar and like oh hey can you battle with pokemon cards or whatever when this is just where it's going you know like and, and 3D artists using Blender are going to start being paid bank because that's something that's going to be, you know, really injected into the, the ecosystem, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I can't really speak uh, too much to the tools that our artists use, but I will say that, like, uh, everyone comes from... Um varying backgrounds i mean most of the most of our team has worked in in some form of studio or another in the past but like really it's just like it's not even about what software you use or what your skill sets are it's just like i look at your art and it's great art okay we need you on the project you know and i i give full credit to oscar because he has an amazing eye for that sort of stuff he uh, um personally has found all of the artists that, that we work with and they've all been uh they've all turned out to be stellar
0: you for you guys like uh, what is, have been some of the hiccups with this whole project? What's, what has been some of the bigger setbacks? Because, you know, I, obviously was, I'm going, I'm trying to learn how to program and, and do things like that. But like for you guys that are in game development, what has some, been some of the bigger hiccups for Parallel?
2: Well, I think the biggest sort of, um, I don't know if it's a hiccup, but it's for sure a hill that we have to climb is, we're trying to do something that nobody has really successfully done before i mean again hats off to Axie because they're making a play to earn game that people can play and make a living off of which is which is amazing but i don't know any um you know standard gamers that are playing Axie, right so what we're trying to do is is bring you know a similar form of play to earn economy to the standard game space right and there's a lot of hurdles that, that that come along with that one is like designing the ecosystem correctly obviously balancing all the numbers both from a card game perspective but also from a financial perspective and from a token perspective and all that stuff but also this perception right so like convincing um uh i mean convincing the 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 nft and crypto side of things isn't too difficult because they believe in in the technology but like there's certainly a subset of gamers who are uh don't really understand crypto or are hesitant to get into it and then there's you know some people who just don't even know anything about it right and so there's an education component that that's going to come along with uh getting people into the ecosystem and there already is right so like i said if we design the game correctly people will it'll feel seamless but right now there are gamers who want to get involved in the card collecting before the game comes out but know nothing about crypto and how do we teach them uh, the right way to go about it because there's also no hard and fast rules on, on how the space works. Right. Like I don't want to tell somebody, uh, uh you know, my quote unquote best practices. And it turns out that that's like, you know, a terrible way to, to run your wallet or to like save your seed phrases or whatever it is, you know, because like, it's still also new. So that like, those are probably the hardest things that, that we have to, um, deal with. Also, I mean, uh, dealing with, a, a, a large team of people, uh, over a, a giant span, uh, of, 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 uh, real estate is pretty tough, right? Because like some of our team is in Europe, some of the teams in the, in the United States, the core group of us are in, are in Canada. So very rarely are we in the same room together to actually hash some of this stuff out.
0: How many guys do you have on your team right now?
2: I don't know the numbers. Honestly, I think it's, uh, it's probably more than 20 at this point. Um, uh it's it's growing every day uh each team is kind of ever expanding uh so that we can really tackle all the stuff as as uh quickly and uh succinctly as possible but um yeah you you'd think i would know the answer to that but really like the truth is my head is is uh, aside from shit posting on twitter my head is just like down uh thinking about game related stuff so
0: i bet is your, are you guys thinking about doing tangible cards i, I feel like i've seen a couple of tangible cards
2: yeah, you know, there's actually. Uh, well, you can't see them because it's all blurry back there. But there, there's a, a stack of them behind me. Um, we are uh, exploring uh, physical cards and and how that relates to both AR and the game itself. And you know whether they be something that you can redeem if you own the nft you know sort of an extra little tidbit for for owners or if there's some sort of backwards compatibility there like you could maybe one day buy a pack of parallel cards at your local game store and get the nft versions of some of those cards and and use those i mean we're we're kind of exploring all avenues because you know this goes back to what i was saying before no one's really successfully done this yet so we want to make sure that uh you know, we, we explore everything we can to see where the successes and, and uh, failures might be.
0: The possibilities are endless with it. And I think the coolest thing is, it's just like, it's, it's never going to expire. Like you, you have it, you own it, and you're always going to have it. It's, it's just changing the landscape for gaming in general. And, and with the idea of 2022 being the year of, you know, whatever gaming for the blockchain, I think you guys have a real chance to separate yourselves.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're trying. It's all really exciting, and the one thing I will say, because like people constantly ask me, I mean, I, this maybe relates to separating ourselves. Is like there are a lot of blockchain game projects being spun up, and a lot of them, you know, sci-fi themed or whatever. And like, I don't, but I don't see it as competition. I don't think there's such thing, really. Like. On its face, people look at it like, oh, you know, this game exists and it's similar. So, like, are you worried about it? I'm like, no, more. Give me more of those. Because, like, the more of those we have, A, it'll help us all as a gaming space in the blockchain world innovate. But also, it just brings people in, right? Because there's so, like, it's like asking somebody who plays Call of Duty, like, oh, well, do you play Apex Legends? Like, okay, of course, you know, maybe some people only play one game, but there's a bunch of crossover. If you like one shooter, why wouldn't you like the other shooter? Or like, as a, you know, to bring it back to card games, I play Hearthstone, I play Magic, I play all these other games. It's not like I only play one game all the time. So, you know, uh, I I uh, implore anyone out there in the space. I hope 2022 is the is the uh, year of the blockchain game.
0: Absolutely, I. I, I... Feel like i really want to dive into even more i know i want to be brief with your time so i'll just give you one more before we get into the game real quick but uh for you what's been your favorite part about this whole process
2: Man, there's so many favorite parts. The, the one moment in, in everything that we've done that really sticks out to me is um, after our first pack drop, like the last second before the pack drop, like almost literally the last second before the pack drop, we finished this pack opening experience. So it wasn't just like you got sent NFTs to your wallet. You could go to our website before you got the NFTs, go into your account, and you'd, you had these like cubes that that represented our card packs and you could open them, there were sounds and the cards would appear on the screen and you'd see what you get. And kind of an impromptu thing on our Discord, uh, some of the members, some of the first members who got packs were like, let's just open them, you know, on stream. And we did it. And just hearing people like cheering and being like, oh my God, and like, you know, getting whatever they got. And like, turned out that some of the resources were like extraordinarily rare and you know the market dictated that they were super valuable or whatever was like crazy you know it was so much fun to just see that happen and like it wasn't just about the the nfts or the value of the cards or any of this stuff just like people were having fun with the experience and so many people told us like oh I, it made me feel like i was like you know 12 13 14 whatever again opening magic card packs and that's exactly what i wanted you know so like that is is one thing that really sticks out to me but like another thing really like overall it's just like i don't think that uh it would be very difficult for me to go anywhere and be able to realize this game you know so the fact that this space exists and has given me the opportunity um you know along with my colleagues connor and carson to make the game that we want to make it you know it's unbelievable it's uh, it's it's actually a dream come true. I think
0: you guys are gonna be just fine. You know, you guys have everything on the right track and life in parallel. Your guys' podcast is legit. So if anybody has not check that out, right, you're a great host. You do a good job.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love podcasting. I mean, uh, yeah, definitely check out the podcast. We don't need to plug that, but but follow me also on Twitter at Parallel NFT Pod or us, I should say. Uh, you can listen to my uh, stupid ramblings and then find out when. When the podcast comes out there you go that's
0: worth it well hey let's get into the game uh for this game you, you didn't get really prepped on it but it, it's really brief you're either going to be on it uh you're about it or you're off it it's not something you're about uh and then you're just going to give us a little one sentence as to why uh okay. and today it's all game related so we, let's we, we go yeah down for you i think it's in your, your wheelhouse or so i hope so uh number one legend of zelda ocarina of time
2: oh totally on it yeah Pretty much any. Oh wait, one cents. Anything I'm Zelda, I'm on. That's it. Okay. Uh, Monopoly. Also on it because I think it brought a lot of people into the board game sphere. Like, as by today's standards, bad game, but but still, you got to respect your elders. There you go. Uh, Pokemon. Sadly, I gotta say, often. You know, it's one. I played the card game, but it's one of those things that I never grew up playing the video game. So. Sorry, Not don't it. hate me. All good. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, completely on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have two groups that meet every week, and we play. So, let's go. I'm a full nerd. Two, two nights a
0: week, alternating
2: nights, or? Yeah, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Very nice. Different All groups, it. yeah, yeah. Totally uh, on it. Poker. Oh, yeah. 100% on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I paid my way through university uh, playing poker, um, and... Uh, also lost my fair share of money too. So, uh, but yeah, completely on it. Love it. That, you know, the challenge of, of reading not only the game but the player. That's exactly what I want. There you go. Uh, Minecraft. Totally off there. <laughs> If I'm playing a game where I have to build something, you've already lost me. I'm I'm a boomer, you know. It's like too much for me to think about. I tried to play, uh, what's that? Uh, Fortnite? Couldn't do it. It's too much. Too much. Too many minds. You
0: know, I haven't played one game of Fortnite. I feel pretty proud of that, to be
2: honest. But uh, number seven, Yu Gi Oh. Man, I'm on it, but just slightly. Again, a game that I only played very lightly. But we ha- we're heavily inspired by the, you know, like pulling off a card slapping it down getting the thing like that's the whole AR experience right there so I gotta say on it ah god I can't wait for that uh Doom 2 oh yeah 100% on uh I grew up with a PC as my first console and uh those shooters you know Wolfenstein Doom Doom 2 Duke Nukem completely on it
0: what's better Doom or Doom 2
2: oh man I mean Doom 2 Doom 2 just give me just give me more uh aggressiveness more blood I'm like yeah let's go nice uh
0: one you may or may not have played Exploding Kittens
2: I have played yeah yeah the card game uh I am on it because, again, I don't think it's the best game, but any game that you can explain to somebody in under five minutes and get complete new people playing, it, that's a success. You know, too many of the greatest games you have to spend an hour explaining and setting up, you're going to lose people. So you know, Exploding Kittens, on it.
0: Last one, uh, favorite of mine, uh, Mortal Kombat.
2: Yeah. Also, also on it. I mean, I don't think it it, it stands up today, but uh, when it for, when it came out, it was like <clears throat> you know a completely different world. The the fatalities and the realistic sort of fighting, as opposed to the cartoony style in Street Fighter, uh, changed the industry as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. Again, respect your elders. Yeah, that was one of
0: my, when that came out, my mom was like, all right, that's enough for these games. You got to take it easy. Go like something team-related.
2: Yeah, I, I had it for, I mean, this is probably dating me, but I had it for Game Gear Um and I played it non-stop, non-stop. Uh, for, for the uninitiated, Game Gear is the uh, Sega equivalent of a Game Boy.
0: There's not a lot of those that were ever made or people didn't know about it but that yeah. does date you
2: a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had almost every system, uh, every major system uh, that has existed since Nintendo. I mean, I, I even have a Virtual Boy somewhere, so. Really? What is favorite game console of all time? Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's gotta be Super Nintendo. I mean, some people say Sega, and a lot of my favorite games are on NES, but Super Nintendo's just like too consistent, you know? like. Across the board, sports, role playing, action, all, all great, all great. Donkey
0: Kong Country 2 is my favorite game of all time. So I all, time. all time, that's
2: all good. time, pretty good. I think my favorite game of all time is uh, Chrono Trigger, but again, that's... what console? Super Nintendo, yeah. Okay. Chrono Trigger, it's like kind of like a Final Fantasy. It's made by Square Enix. Uh, my favorite soundtrack for sure. Uh, I could nerd out about games forever, but yeah, Super <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> is, is uh, 100%. I think my favorite system.
0: I love it. Well, I, I love the answers. I appreciate you spending your time with us, Koji. Is there anything else uh, you'd like to say about Parallel or even just game development, your crew, anything before you'd like to get out of here?
2: Yeah, I mean, the the two things I'll mention, uh, you already mentioned the podcast, but if you're curious about uh, how one creates a game or the mindset of the people the maniacs behind the game uh definitely listen to the show because we try and impart uh, as much of that as possible also we interview the artists and some of the other team members so there's that um but yeah i mean and this is probably related too but at its core parallel was started by a group of friends like it wasn't it wasn't like we we came together as professionals and said hey we're going to go do this thing Really, what happened was during COVID we were playing video games together, and we decided, like, "Hey, what if we tried to do this ourselves?" Um, and uh, I say that just to say that if you have an idea and it's something that you're passionate about, just you know, put it out there. Don't worry so much about uh, the the logistics of it. I, you know, if people are drawn to it, you'll find people to help you out, and you're you know, you'll build the company. But like, really, it's just like. It, Find people that, that understand what you're doing and, and try and build it together. Because uh especially in this new sort of crypto world, it's uh anything's possible and uh the money's there if you can if you can get after it.
0: Well, hey, thank you so much again. Uh I wish you best of luck with your, your toddler daughter, boy, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And uh and then obviously parallel. Uh we're gonna be following and uh really so I'm gonna get on the pack drop three, I'm not gonna miss it. So
2: uh you so much. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, um, I mean, I'm Canadian, but I know, uh, you know, for you guys, happy Thanksgiving.
0: Well, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, that's going to do it for us and we'll see you guys later. All right. We're back. Uh, gosh, first of all, Koji, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you guys are crazy busy. You have a huge team, uh, and another quick note, I, I'm hitting on it in the interview, but, uh, they are, have the founder of YouTube, or one of the co-founders of YouTube on their team. Like, which is insane. You know, their team is huge. They have uh, a bunch of people working on the art and then the game design, obviously, as well. But uh, yeah, crazy interview. What'd you think?
1: Absolutely amazing. I thought it was awesome. Just the technology that goes into all of this and all the backstory. I mean, it's not that easy, but then again, you got people that are getting in and diving in and going full throttle into it. So uh, I, I'm super excited to see more about it, learn more about it, keep researching it, maybe be a part of it, and just keep following their progress and success. Having somebody who's involved with YouTube it must be nice too. Right? You got a good team behind you. And I think when you got a good team, you can achieve anything. So. We're excited to keep following the success, uh, kind of seeing where this thing goes, but it's super interesting to learn more about it. I'm so excited about it and uh, seeing how we can use some of these things into our own flavor, you know, in the future and maybe uh, kind of pursue that gamification of everything as well. It's just awesome to see where NFTs are going and where the blockchain can provide really cool opportunities for a lot of people who have creative minds. Check out
0: Parallel Alpha on Twitter. Uh, their podcast is Life in Parallel. It's really good. Uh, they've had like seven or eight episodes so far, and it's all just really in-depth on like how they did it. So uh, super cool stuff. Check them out. Koji, thank you again so much for joining us. Uh, and thank you to the listeners for spending your time with us. We've been craking out two podcasts basically a week, uh, and I, hopefully you're not tired of hearing us because we're just going to keep trying to provide value. So anyway, this going to do it for us. I'm Ray Mack. That's BZB.